Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace. We are live. We are in full effect. Um, right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome. Welcome to your week ahead with your world healer at Mama Dada Astrology, the dark and lovely Astro Tarot Goddess. Yes. I'm so happy to be here, you guys. Today, this rising, we are we starting your day off real right today um, on some Aquarius unexpected. I've I think I've only broadcasted in the rising once in the last three years, so this I'm really tap, tapping in every chance I get, and I admonish you all to do the same, tapping into this um, Aquarius energy um, of of just you know, thinking and, and, and being and stepping outside of the box in, in in whatever ways you're inspired to, varying your routine is the energy of Aquarius and Uranus that rules Aquarius. It's a really uh you'll notice even in the title breakthrough. You know, you didn't you didn't you didn't smell your world healer breaking through in the rising, but yet and still here we are, you know, so um, I definitely am wanting to inspire you all in in whatever way that I can to embrace this energy of being open-minded, of, of being uh, comfortable, being uncomfortable, being comfortable, getting comfortable with being unique and original and, and, and not following the status quo, unconventional, okay, so... I'm shooting out a lot of, um, you know, Uranus and Aquarius keywords here because I want y'all to really get the picture, all right? Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Once again, uh, the, the growing Mama's Babies nation of listeners and supporters, I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, definitely don't want to take another step without honoring, revering, respect remembering our divine righteous ancestors who came before us without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to our dearest brother Ampu uh, for just the divine opportunity to come before you and broadcast and share and connect with you guys. I really appreciate your astro love gifts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate your support through eclipse season. Like I say, eclipse season is always the busiest season for me. It tends to be because people are wanting to know what the heck is going on. I, I don't know much about astrology. But daggummit, something going on, <laughs> and I want to know. And so I have enjoyed thoroughly um, the Eclipse reports. Uh, we didn't do a package this time around, but I guess I've got y'all trained well because, or just used to how things work around here because y'all already knew. Hit up, hit up your world healer huh, and find out, um, you know, some of the best ways for me personally maneuver through this season and period, so I've just thoroughly enjoyed that. Shout out to all of you who are meeting me in the Crystal City Mound Tour, yes, 
um, here at the spring equinox, this winter solstice season, this winter season has really, you know, been everything that a winter season should be, you know, plus the the just the incubation, the hibernation, the energy of 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 preparing energetically for this spring season to come, the start of a new astrological year. We just entered Pisces. Shout out to all mamas Pisces. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. I love my Pisces. Pisces is a real, it's, I mean, in every any Pisces I know, they really embody that energy of someone you cannot pin down, baby. You cannot figure them out. You cannot. <laughs> you really can't put your finger on them. And they all pretty much have just the hugest, most selfless hearts of gold, every the Pisces that I've known. So um, shout out to y'all. But the, the fact that Pisces um, season just started um, means that we are in, Pisces is a mutable sign. That means it comes at the end of a season, which means, yes, we are officially at the beginning of the end of winter. At the end of the end of winter, we will be at the Squanox in the Crystal City Mound Tour together. Meet your world healer there. Meet Brother Ampu there. Meet Minister Ju there. We will be live and in full effect just uh, doing activations, meditations, readings, at night out on the town, uh, mining for crystals, I mean, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, won't you join us there? If you use the um, discount code at checkout, Mama Dada, no space, uh, you will get a beautiful discount to um, uh, help with the cost. It's really not costly at all. It, the, what you're paying includes um, your transportation to any of the sites that the group is traveling to, and it also includes, of course, your lodging. So. I'm really, really, I couldn't be a lot more excited about going um, just because I know the importance of the spring equinox season and to be there in in, in the setting where we're charging our energy together and, and really setting off and initiating this entire new astrological year in such a powerful way. It just, it's just divine, so... Hopefully, I will see you there. Um, moving right along, y'all. Oh, I wanted to check in on the phone line. I, when I see y'all on there holding before I even start the show, I'm like, you know what? Let me let me check, check in on the phone line real quick and see what's up before we jump into these energies of the cards and the stars for the week ahead for the remainder of this eclipse season. It ain't over, y'all. It ain't over. We're still in the thick of this thing, so... I got a lot of wisdom that's just been pumping through me. I wanted to come to y'all a couple of nights ago. It didn't work out. I wanted to come to y'all last night. It didn't work out. I hope y'all got to check out the broadcast minister Jew did on the Black Panther movie. So, But I'm here with y'all now. So let's check in. Call us from 203. You're live on the air with your world. Hero, peace. Hi. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Hi, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with this rising? My name is Pat. Pat, okay. What can, uh, is there anything in particular you'd like to share or do you have a question? Um, This is the first time I've talked to you on your show, so I'm not really sure what you do. 
Um, okay. But can I ask what a question about upcoming things in my life, or or do you want questions about astrology? I really don't know. Okay, it's no problem. I actually don't do on-air readings, personal readings, um, but I'm curious what your um, sign is. I'm Cancer with uh, Libra Rising. Okay, Cancer with Libra Rising. And, Libra. Um, Libra. Mm-hmm, Libra Rising. And what... Yeah. Uh, what what are you kind of interested in or were you just interested in general overall what I see going on with you right now? Yeah, I've, I've been in a real struggle for a number of years and really trying to, you know, heal myself and break the cycle. And it's been across the board with home security and finances and work and depression and anxiety and everything. Okay. Okay, so you're needless to say, you are uh, a prime candidate for a breakthrough. Would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wonderful. Well, you are in luck because this is absolutely the season of breakthroughs for whoever wants uh, or needs one. Um, I always say this about this Uranus and Aquarius energy because my past few years with Saturn being in Sagittarius, um, I'm a Sagittarius, so when, when Saturn was transiting through there before it got to Capricorn, I, me and a lot of other Sagittarius's I know were just, we were feeling it. We were feeling that harshness sometimes that Saturn can really um, cause us to experience, to grow us, to mature us, to progress us. And so... Um, when that Aquarius and Uranus energy was on tap back then, not in this eclipse way, but just, you know, when it would come up through transit and things like that, I would always say, you know, I'm definitely, you know, next in line for my breakthrough. I'm ready for a breakthrough. When you're ready for a breakthrough, you want a sudden and unexpected event to occur in your life that will on a dime suddenly and unexpectedly transition you, catapult you from the existence that you've been living into one that you really would like to be living. This is the key, though. When it comes, we have to be in a frequency, on a vibration that will cause us to be able to recognize that when it gets here, if we're in a vibration of sadness and frustration, and depression and anxiety. When the breakthrough comes, we we might not even be able to recognize it to perceive that it is here. It is in fact here. It could be here, and we simply do not see it. So I don't have a personal reading for you right now. I'm what, but what I am going to do, and what I encourage you to do. If you can't stay for the duration of the show and listen on air, then I encourage you to click back in and listen into the archives because I have what I'm going to be presenting today is for for all my Sagittarius that were struggling during Saturn. It hasn't been out of our sign that long, um, and for for those like you, Pat, who are really ready for a breakthrough, it's here, and I am here today to to show us all how to be in alignment to not only recognize it, but to receive it. It's not when change comes, not only if we are able to recognize it, 
even if we're able to recognize that when change comes, there's an adjustment period. When you go from, let's just say, uh, from, you know, regular job, paycheck, salary, to, let's just say, a lottery winner, there's the it's a welcome change, needless to say. I would think anybody would say that would be a welcome change. But there's an adjustment period. Okay, now that we've got $30 million, we need wealth advisors because we've never dealt with $30 million before. We need um, estate planning because we want to protect and preserve the wealth for generations to come. We can't spend that well we could, but we're probably not going to spend $30 million in the rest of our lifetime here. So how do we preserve and protect this so it doesn't go in the garbage or down the toilet? And so that, that's exactly what we're discussing today. That's why I said you're in luck, Pat. So I really appreciate you calling in. I will say this, one thing I am going to get into is this beautiful water energy just like cancer. One of the um, the energy that bridged this gap between the Leo super blood full moon eclipse and our current Aquarius solar new moon eclipse was this third quarter moon in Scorpio, a sister sign to cancer. And one of the things I'm really going to dip into today is how this energy of water is the very energy that's going to help us through the transition. If you're a lottery winner, all of a sudden, there are, there are certain water energy, emotions, feelings that are going to accompany that that you're going to have to deal with, not only yourself, but those around you would be, you know, you would have to deal with the changes in them and how they're going to be treating you different now that you're a $30 million lottery winner versus who you were yesterday. So um, as a cancer and, and a cardinal a cardinal water sign at that, uh, you know, you really have a divine opportunity naturally to tap into, tap into your emotions and to allow those emotions to propel you, to initiate you, to spur you on into where you into your breakthrough, meaning if you're feeling a little discouraged, if you're feeling a little sad, and if you're feeling a lot sad, like you say, depressed, then how, what, how can you tap into the Aquarius energy, the Uranus energy of breakthrough? That means... You would initiate something, Pat. That means you would try something new. I got on the line today talking about thinking outside the box, remaining open-minded, being willing to step outside of your comfort zone. Okay, I'm feeling a little, you know, wonky. I'm not feeling like myself. I'm not really feeling up to, you know, doing some initiating and breaking through. But if I if I take a chance, if I step out on faith, the sun is in Pisces right now. So this energy of belief, what we believe is so vitally important right now. If we believe that life is over and, you know, we just, it's not going to get any better than it is right now, then, you know what I mean, when that breakthrough energy comes around, once again, we won't be in alignment to receive what we say we want. But if we choose to keep the faith, and remain tapped into and turned onto and tuned into the 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 vastness in Pisces, it's just the vastness of our imagination, the vastness of our affirmation. We can affirm whatever we want. 
it was a day uh, in the last season here. I just was inspired. This is a, an example of this Aquarius Uranus energy. Just it, just eureka moment, revelation, inspiration. That's all Aquarius Uranus energy. I was just inspired to say one rising when I got up. Um, to, you know, I am so happy and thankful that multiple streams of income flow to me easily and effortlessly, and less than two hours later, I was being contacted by someone to uh, communicating to me about an alternate stream of income, just offered it to me out of the clear blue. I never asked this person to go into business with them. I never asked this person to help me with money, never. And just that they were like, hey, I got an opportunity for you. Are you interested? I was like, um, yeah, I was just saying an affirmation about this very thing two hours ago. <laughs> Thank you, universe, for listening intently to not my, I'm, I'm, I wish I had more money and, you know, I really just want to do some extra stuff. No, I was saying I already know. I know. I already, it's not just that I believe. But I already know Aquarius energy, the Aquarius model is I know. So because of what I believe, that makes me know that I have I have access to any and everything. Life is, is the universe is, is the multiverses are abundant. There's no shortage. There's no lack. So instead of getting up that rising and saying, man, I wish I had more money, I got up that rising saying, I know I have access to all the money that exists. I, my affirmation is simply that it flows to me easily and effortlessly in multiple streams. That means from multiple sources. And two hours later, a source I had never even thought of just opened up to me. Not because it wasn't always there, but because of my new awareness of it, acknowledgement of it. I'm going to acknowledge it with an affirmation today. And so it just responded to me and said, okay, I heard you. I heard you acknowledge me, and I'm acknowledging you back. And so that's that's just an example of what I'm talking about. Does that make sense to you, Pat? Yeah, I'm going to listen to the rest of the show. I have a question on your site. It's uh, you're talking about the the Aquarius new moon initiated a void moon, and there are many odd elements yes. that could be taken yes. into account. Will you be on the show? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Great. We're really in luck. Everything you're looking for, we got it today, Pat. And I'll place you back on hold, and we'll continue the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, y'all. That's awesome. We appreciate Pat. Every time, I love taking you guys' calls and picking up the line because it's always so in line with what we've got going on. It never fails. Um, Even this water energy I'm going to tap tap into that came up in the cards even for our week ahead, uh, for not not just our week ahead, but this Aquarius solar new moon eclipse season ahead. We as of this eclipse, you guys, that just occurred on the 15th, we have officially been ushered into our next six months to a year ahead. It's official. That in, that breakthrough new season energy we've been waiting on, all these episodes I've been talking about, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. And technically we still are. Um, that two-week energy of the um, Leo Super Blood Full Moon Eclipse does extend since it is an eclipse into about the 
um, the next, it, it extends about 90 days. So maybe about 70-something or so days left on that uh, of just if you still are. One thing that may also, in addition to what I was mentioning the past, one Another thing that may keep you from recognizing that you are in this new breakthrough energy and season is is old attachments, uh, attachments that have become stagnant, that have served their purpose, that have fulfilled their purpose. It's not that we are throwing people or circumstances or jobs or anything like that away because they're valueless. Like I was saying last week, one person's trash is going to be another person's treasure. That's not an indication that it has no value. That is an indication that it has served its purpose and that there is new purpose on the horizon. There is new energy and circumstances, situations, jobs, if that's what you're wanting, relationships on the horizon, new energies, new emotions. Come on. When I think about Uranus and Aquarius energy, I also think about electricity that it governs. Okay, and I always tend to, and I tend to mention the defibrillator. Okay, when somebody's going out, they rub them things together, they set them on you, and they get the shock and the life back into you. They get to shocking the light, the electricity back into your. Uh, uh, essential nervous system life, okay? And so that's this, that's this. Maybe you need an Aquarius solar eclipse new moon season. It just started, (laughs) y'all. It just started. So don't count it out just yet. And we're only four days in. You can't do that. You can't say, oh, it's only four days into Aquarius, new moon, solar eclipse season. Ain't nothing happened yet. I ain't had no breakthrough yet. And ain't nothing new came to me yet. And I have not been uh, revitalized back to life yet. Come on, now. We ain't even hit the full moon. We got a week and a half till we hit the full moon. What this time period is, while the moon is waxing towards its fullness with this Aquarius solar new moon eclipse energy on it is exactly what I started this show out talking to you about, getting in the line of if somebody got a gun, baby, and they shooting out winning lottery tickets, I bet you you're going to try to get in the line of where they shooting at I know that's a throw-it-off example, but that's some more of this year, and it's Aquarius energy. I'm thinking outside the box here, baby. I'm trying to inspire y'all. What you're wanting, what you're looking for, what you're waiting on, is that, what, what, why do y'all think I named the show what I named it? Breakthroughs in odd, hidden disguises. When you see a gun, you probably don't think, oh, no, we got to hide and get behind something. Baby, but if we were shooting out, million-dollar clips, (laughs) if it was shooting out stacks of of bands of million-dollar band stacks, I bet you come from out behind, whatever you're behind, open your arms (laughs) and be like, shoot me, baby. (laughs) That's That's what's going on here. Don't run and hide. Don't cover up. Don't. This is not the season for that. 
this is a mutable, it's, it's uh, the sun's in Pisces, so the energy is real mutable, it's real changeable, it's real adaptable right now, and it's real watery. Yeah, that's why we had a cancer on the line to initiate this energy because spirit wanted to show y'all out the gate that the message spirit gave me was divine. Why would I do that? Why, out of all the things I can get on here and talk about during an Aquarius solar moon eclipse season, Aquarius is an air sign. Why would I be inspired to put an emphasis on this energy that connected these two eclipses in this Scorpio third quarter moon water season we just had? It came back around. It came back up. When I when I I'm not going to make such a point of getting it all out on this show because we know how that goes. When I start doing the horoscopes for each time, we start running out of time unless it's an actual tarot bonus episode. But I've been inspired to go ahead and, and start in on them today. So I'm going to break down every sign now, starting with Aquarius. Um, y'all know, know that I don't go Aries to Pisces like pretty much everybody else does. Aquarius energy again, we're we, we thinking outside the box. We are being our unique original selves. We're not scared to be unconventional because this is a season where being unconventional can put you in the line of the breakthrough you've been needing and waiting on. If, if, if you are having problems, if you got more months at the end of your money, you need a breakthrough financially. This is the kicker goal. If the breakthroughs are coming in odd hidden disguises, you're, you may be looking in the wrong place if you're looking for money. I know. You're thinking, oh, all right. I know she might wear a healer and everything, but she missed me on this one. If I got more months at the end of my money, why wouldn't I be looking for money, a, a breakthrough with my money? Because what's, what? where you're coming up short before the month is over probably don't have nothing to do with your money. I mean, I'm saying. It it may have more to do. Come on, Aquarius is an air sign now. Let's not get it twisted. It may have something more to do with your thought process and what you know. Maybe you don't know enough to make your money multiply and be up and out last year month instead of not being enough. Maybe your money problem is really a mental problem. And I, I hope that it's, when I say when it actually came out of my mouth, it was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. So sorry if you know initially that missed you, but please hear my heart. Maybe the breakthrough you're looking for is coming in a, a way that you don't recognize. So. I want y'all to more tap into the energy of how you feel because that's going to be a, a significant indicator too. Once again, these water energies, our emotions, they have something to say. They have something to do with, even the cards uh, uh, corroborate this, they have something to do with us being ready. Our emotions have something to do with us being ready for the breakthrough that we say we want. You can't want a money breakthrough and and just be reckless with your money all the time. Why? Because you don't. That means you don't have a good relationship with the very thing you're asking for. You're on a low vibrational frequency when it comes to money because you spend money out of a poverty and lack mentality. 
and not out of an abundance mentality where you're investing your money more and you're making wise money decisions and you're, you see what I'm saying? You're investing in things that have more intrinsic value, that have value that will extend. If, if, you, if when you get an extra, let's just say, 500 bucks, and the best thing you can think to do with it is go out to eat and buy up everybody's food. I mean, come on. You, they can't regurgitate that and make it valuable for you. That once y'all done ate and drank it up, it's gone. On the other hand, if when you get $500, you think, you know what, let me just take a portion of this and invest it into the Crystal City Mound Tour for the spring equinox, which is um, a, an experience and a memory that is going to last a lifetime, that is a, a, a meditation and activation and reading opportunity that may impact me significantly, even immediately, then you see how thinking outside the box and, 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 and thinking Aquarius energy is about the future, thinking more about the future than the immediate, oh, I can eat real good off this $500. Like, come on, y'all. A lot of times the problems we think we have, that ain't it. It's something hidden like the the title of this show suggests, it's something hidden. But if we allow ourselves this Aquarius energy of inspiration, come on, you're inspired to make a higher decision. I know it may be it because it feels different and you're not used to it. You're varying your routine because you're tapping into this Aquarius energy. So normally you go this same way every day. You go the same way, same way, same way. The day, someday this week, while the moon's waxing, you may be inspired to go a different way. Instead of, you know, we're creatures of habit. Instead of, and we've cut a groove, we've cut a groove so good, we don't even have to think about going the particular way we always go. And so when you step outside of that and go another way, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not, you're not in your groove. You stepped outside of your groove. But you may have just stepped into your breakthrough, and it was hidden in disguise. You didn't see it. It was odd to you. It was weird. It felt weird not going the way you always go. In this season where stepping outside of the box is going to position you to where you need to be, you broke through. You had a breakthrough. You you hit the jackpot. It was unexpected. It didn't come the way you thought it was going to come. This is a beautiful season, y'all, and I really want y'all uh, to tap in. It's, it's, if you're not ready for Aquarius energy, you know what I mean, this may just really be difficult for you, and, and I encourage you, uh, through this water energy to begin to process through that. You, let's get to the heart of these emotions and figure out why is it so difficult for me to get outside of my comfort zone. It, inherent in the word comfort, I get it. I, I totally understand. I, I come. I have trauma, traumatic experiences in my history that I have had to heal through, that, that it, it is still a daily healing work 
for me to continue to be on this side of that healing trauma where I'm no longer a victim of my circumstances. Thank God I do not have to tell a story anymore from the place of being a victim. I get to tell it from the standpoint of of not only having survived it, but thriving because of it, in spite of it, utilizing it, transmuting it, turning that lead into pure gold. Yeah, it was it, it was work, and it was a Aquarius uh, unconventional thinking outside the box, getting out of my comfort zone work. I'll never forget. It was years ago. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I just knew <laughs> something was going on, and I knew something was going on because of what I was manifesting in my life. Um, like uh, many of you, a lot of depression. I was manifesting just a lot of just negative experiences and the feelings and the psychology that was associated with that. And I did I had what I didn't realize is that I had suppressed and regressed and repressed and and stuffed things down for so long that like many of you, it it was hidden, okay? And so it wasn't easily recognizable that my money things and my relationship things weren't related to what I thought it was related to at all because what it was really related to was hitting from me, okay? Not permanently, but temporarily it was hitting from me. That's what it, when you repress and suppress and act like stuff ain't going on and sleep stuff under the rug and don't want to talk about nothing and it gets hidden in your memories. It gets lost in those memories, okay? And your sub it's, it never goes anywhere. It's always in that subconscious. It's always in the Akashic records. They don't go nowhere. And so out of the blue one day, I ain't never been an alcoholic a day in my life. Not one day. Even when I was in college, I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic. And if I was, I was a functioning one. But, you know, I didn't need alcohol. I wouldn't. I didn't stay at the liquor store. I didn't keep liquor, nothing like that. But yeah, like anybody else in college, it's outside of your parents' home and being exposed, you know, having access. I drank, but I never thought I was an alcoholic or anything like that. And this was years after college. But all of a sudden, I was like, I need to go to an AA meeting. So. Here we are talking about inspiration, revelation, eureka moments. I don't know why, but I thought I could maybe I my breakthrough was there. <laughs> so I went to a, my first twelve step meeting, and my breakthrough was there, y'all. My breakthrough was there because what I didn't recognize and realize not the the breakthrough of my life or anything like that, but it set me on this path and journey of healing that I didn't even realize I needed. When they started talking about making amends, oh, my God, that shifted my paradigm completely. Like, you know what, God damn it, I need to make some amends. Out of my being traumatized and what I perceived at the time as being victimized, I was hurt. And like many hurt people, I was hurting people all willy-nilly, like not even consciously aware of it. But being in that those meetings, I went to a few of them, you know, 
and uh, I, I ended up going to uh, some grief. I didn't realize I was suffering. With You don't know what you don't know. That's why the Aquarius motto is I know. That's why your breakthrough may be because of, of because you have stepped outside of your comfort zone and varied your routine, you may put yourself in the line of some new knowledge. You may get that defibrillator, you may get, get a, a shot into your system based on some new knowledge that you hadn't previously considered. You you, you thinking, well, I ain't no alcoholic. What the hell I need to go to a dang 12-step meeting for? Because you may get in, the, uh, in line with some new knowledge that may be just the breakthrough energy, the unconventional energy, out-of-the-box energy that you needed to align you with your divine path. If I would have, you know, said I'm not an alcoholic, I don't need to go, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have aligned with the, 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 the information that I needed. I had been in church since I was a child at that point, and I didn't even get that from the church. So this is what I'm saying, going to church, going to church, going to church, going to church, going to church. Okay, in this season, we're varying our routine. I'm not telling you to quit going to church if you go to church. If you go to church, you probably don't even listen to me because you think you're going to go to hell. But there is a, we're being called to vary our routine and think outside of the box in this season as the moon is waxing and, and the energy is growing and the energy is developing, this new, this breakthrough energy is developing like a snowball, y'all. This is a snow, this is a snowball you want to jump into while it's growing, you want to jump in the breakthrough snowball. You want to jump in the sudden and unexpected, unconventional snowball in your energy growing it. On this show alone, we have not been on the air but for 30 minutes. And I have supported to y'all an abundance of this Aquarius energy because I want y'all to feel me. This water energy is here. I want you to feel it. I want you to feel what it could feel like to break through and that it doesn't have to feel scary. Well, I don't know. If I go to a 12-step meeting, what are people going to think? They're going to assume I'm an alcoholic and then I'll be embarrassed and then I'll feel some type of way. That ain't the energy I've been coming to y'all so far on this show, I've been coming to y'all in an energy that's bold to step outside the box, bold to be unconventional, bold to be thought of as weird. Don't care because when my breakthrough comes, I ain't going to be worried about none of y'all. When I get shot with that million-dollar band gun <laughs> and catch my stack and, and run on and see what the end going to be, I'm not going to be worried about what nobody thinks. So I'm not going to be worried about what anybody thinks now. Let me mention just a couple of things about the astrology, then we're going to get into the cards because they really have have so much to say, y'all. This, what Pat was mentioning that's in the episode before this show is that what I didn't hear a lot of, I, I'm telling y'all, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because Brother Ampu is an Aquarius and we're all connected to him that way. Uh, you know, I tap into a lot more of this really unconventional, you know, uh, energy 
that I just don't hear a lot of astrologers mentioning. I follow a lot of them on YouTube and Twitter, and nobody thought to mention that the, this Aquarius solar eclipse new moon initiated a void moon. Yeah. But Thursday, February 15th, 3.05 p.m. Central, the sun conjunct the moon sent the uh, uh, the solar eclipse new moon in Aquarius into void status for five hours and 36 minutes. So it's no small wonder. I was going to come on the line a couple of nights ago and um, mention all this and just, you know, the fact that I, I when I came to y'all last, I said, y'all will hear from me next on or a day before or after the new moon. So eclipse at that time, I hadn't built my notes and I didn't realize that this was occurring in a void moon or I would have probably mentioned it then that I might not be coming to y'all at that time. First of all, it's an eclipse. It was a partial eclipse, but it was an eclipse at that. But then it was a void moon that was initiated. And if you've been following this show for any length of time, Mama Dada Astrology with your world healer, you know that we don't we don't do a lot in a void moon except if it relates to, you know, void moon things. Okay, in a void moon you're going to you can wrap the, it's like it has a Piscean energy and feel to it. You're gonna be wrapping things up, you're not gonna be initiating anything, which is the very thing we normally would be doing at a new moon, initiating things. Okay? And so um, uh, this particular void moon would have been uh, right there at the new moon would have been really good for, um, you know, more peaceful rest, finishing up projects, making lists of things you're going to do when the moon gets active again, when it gets out of void status. Um, That occurred... that occurred, the moon actually entered Pisces uh, five hours and 36 minutes later, 8.41 p.m. Central on that very same evening um, on Thursday, okay? So I I definitely wanted to mention that because this new moon season is just a little bit different. It was probably going to be more beneficial now that uh, is the moon in Aries uh, and Taurus already. I know it's been in Aries. I wanted to come to y'all in the Aries moon. Did I make it? Yes, baby. The moon does not go into Taurus, although it went void early this rising at 5.11 a.m., I could not be fit. I wanted to come to y'all last night, and then there was the broadcast last night, and I wanted to come to y'all two nights ago, and it just there was some personal things going on that just made that completely impossible. But know that I'm never forgetting about y'all, okay? So, yes, the moon is currently void in Aries, all right? Um, This Aries energy was really good energy to actually get stuff started under since the moon was void there in Aquarius. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me slow down, y'all. This this is another C. Everything happens for a reason. Just like um the last one of the last episodes. I was really looking at Mercury and it wasn't making sense and it turned out I was looking at Venus and that had a message. Um this the message while the this Aquarius energy is thick and strong in addition to everything I've already said about it. When I mentioned that 
Aquarius and Uranus governs electricity, sudden unexpected events, breakthrough energy, things turning on a dime, change, knowing. This that this energy, when you think about electricity, lightning, do you think of something moving fast or slow? Inspiration, eureka moments, revelations. These things are, this energy is an extremely fast energy. One of the low vibrational side effects of this energy, if you're not managing the energy properly, is burnout, okay? Also um, is uh, just nerve, it's a nervous energy. You can get real nervous and, 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 you know, your nerves frayed or fried. And so the wisdom here is the same wisdom that spirit wants us to continue to incorporate this water energy with is to slow down and go with the flow. You're not going to miss it. If you have a date with destiny, you're not going to miss it because you slow down long enough to take a drink of water like I'm doing right now, breathe, take a good deep inhalation and exhalation. You're not going to miss it. If anything, you're going to align yourself right back with it because if you were getting nervous, if you were getting burnt out, if your nerves were getting frayed or fried, if you were going so fast you, you know, burnt out or crashed, then that's the very slowing down, the intaking in the water, checking in with how you feel, energy that's going to bring you back into alignment. What I was intending to share was just the timeline of the, of how the moon went so you'll know. If you need to go back and check anything that's happened since the eclipse, you will know. 3.05 p.m. Central, Thursday, February 15th, not only did we have exactly the partial solar eclipse, new moon, and Aquarius, um, the moon also went void at that exact same time for five hours and 36 minutes. The moon finally entered Pisces at 8.41 p.m. Central on Thursday, February the 15th, and stayed there um, until it went void on Saturday, okay, at 4.13 p.m. Central Time for 13 hours and 51 minutes. The moon finally entered Aries Sunday, February the 18th, 6.04 a.m. Central, and as I was stating earlier, as of early this rising, 5.11 a.m. Central, um, Tuesday, February the 20th, it went void. The moon is void right now for eight hours and one minute. And at 1.11 p.m. this afternoon, Central Time, Tuesday, February the 20th, it enters Taurus, okay? So even now, even now, thankfully, this is not my first time broadcasting the show, so our show today should be just fine. And if anything, um, if I keep that in mind and do this show in the energy and the spirit of finishing things we've started, we already started this eclipse season, okay? If anything, this this Aquarius solar new moon partial eclipse is is tying it off this eclipse cycle, so we can go into our new six months to a year ahead fully equipped energetically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, psychologically, in the vein that we need to be thinking in and being in as we go along. What if it doesn't happen? Uh, what if your breakthrough? doesn't necessarily manifest in the physical, 
in the month of Aquarius, New Moon, Solar Eclipse. Uh, let me mention that to you as well. Uh, the month of the eclipse, it started obviously on the 15th here um, with the Aquarius Solar New Moon Eclipse we just had, and it will extend through until we have the next sign, okay? The Pisces, it won't be an eclipse, but on March the 17th, we will have a Pisces New Moon. That's how you will know that this Aquarius Solar New Moon Eclipse uh, season is over, you know, that this month is over, okay? So just wanted to run that timeline down to y'all. Many of you appreciate it because y'all get it. Y'all get the fact that when you charge up this energy, it's important. It's vitally important. Um, we're Right now, currently, we're all charging up this Aquarius energy, like this snowball that I'm talking about. While the moon is waxing, we're charging it up every day. Um, during the, while the moon is waxing, we're thinking outside the box. We're trying new things. We're opening new neural pathways to have new experiences that we haven't had before. You know what? I've never said this affirmation before. Let me say this. Let me, you know, it's coming out of my mouth. Let me go ahead and say it. And bam, two hours later, we get a breakthrough because we just tried, we just thought out, so we just were inspired to do something different. And we were, instead of pushing it down, saying, I ain't never said that before. Why would I say something like that? That don't even make sense. Multiple streams of income flowing to me easily and effortlessly. And bam. So thank you guys for being with me. I have significant Aquarius and Uranus energy in my chart. So that's why I know what to do. I've been dealing with this. This is a natural lesson for me. I've been uh, dealing with personally, which is, Information can come so fast sometimes, and you just you need to slow down long enough to assimilate it all. You win the lottery out of the you know one day, and your life completely changes. Okay, the the order of the day is not hurry up and catch check, start spending money. The order of the day is slow down. Okay, what's the next step? What do I, what's the next thing I need to do? Okay, let me get the ticket. Make sure my signature is on the back to validate it. Uh, let's slow that even down before you even make sure the ticket is signed. Let me uh, decide, do I want to sign this ticket in my name? Or do I want to claim this prize under another umbrella? That has a whole set of things that go along with it that take not, you have to know. You, you've never won the lottery before. So you might want to align yourself with new breakthroughs, some new knowledge that may help you strategically make better decisions about this new breakthrough territory and energy you're stepping into. I'm using the, the, the lottery winner scenario, but it could just be you've been single and you're about to break through into, into a, a relationship with somebody you've never been in a relationship with before. You might want to slow down long enough to assess some of the things that this change is bringing. You're, you, you've been unemployed, been wanting a job, and you break through into a new job. You haven't even thought about the fact because you've been unemployed for so long. You haven't even been thinking in that vein. You you cut a groove in the unemployment 
frequency that you're not even thinking about the fact that, okay, now I have to purchase work clothes, you know, before I even get the first check. I, it's going to cost me money to, to accept this job. So you, that's what I'm being inspired to communicate. That was not on my menu, FYI, before I got on this line, but I'm, I roll with spirit around here. I roll with spirit. Let's go. Let's keep it flowing and rolling. Um, something else I wanted to mention that's been going on uh, that ha- occurred, it was exact this Saturday, 627 a.m. Central, is the Sun-Mercury alignment, okay? So right now, um, the Sun, let me catch up real quick, y'all. Uh, yeah. So right now, because they, the Sun and Mercury aligned in these final degrees of Aquarius, and as of now, just days later, the sun is at one degree Pisces, Mercury is at four degrees Pisces. We got Venus at 12 Pisces and Neptune at 13. Uh, for anyone who's interested, uh, Chiron actually happens to be at 26. So we've got a stellium right now in Pisces. And that's probably why spirit is not allowing me to leave this water energy alone. So the water energy was carried over from the third quarter moon in Scorpio to now this complete stellium here in Pisces, okay? So um, the moon is actually, yeah, at the fi- it's at 28 degrees of Aries right now. It just, it, had, it, it aligned with Uranus, the very energy of Aquarius. It aligned with it already. So that got reactivated. That's a... a, a, a Another layer of emphasis to this energy I've been talking about this whole show so far, with the exception of this water energy that I'm getting into now. So sun and mercury are still running together. Um, that That's significant for our mental. That's significant for our movement. That's significant for our interactions and connections that we're making with others, okay? That's why spirit wants y'all to us to get in, stay in tune and alignment with this water energy, with how you feel, because so much energy is there right now. We can't get away from it. We can't get away from it from within ourselves. That's why I got water energy on the line today before I even started the show. We can't get away from it when it comes to our interactions with others. It's just there. So this is absolutely not the time to not be tapping in and tuning in to how we feel because with sun aligned with Mercury and this energy of Pisces water, the final water sign, um, it's 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 at the forefront. It's it's in focus. Okay, so. With the sun and Mercury aligned in Pisces, when you are interacting with others, you guys. Uh, Tap into your feelings. Tap into how you're feeling when you're communicating with people because that's going to help you determine whether you're dealing in the high vibration of this Pisces energy or the low vibration of it because low vibration of Pisces can easily be deception, can easily be confusion, can easily be this would be... Oh, I was just thinking that before I got on the line, too. I was like, man, I was, you know, getting stuff together for the show. I was, I was, even just me 
you know, kind of tripping over my words a little bit in this broadcast already. It's, I say the thought that occurred to me. That's why it's so critical to te- keep stay tuned into how you feel because there's something there. If you're in water, energy is intuition. Okay, so if your if your gut is telling you something. Don't just dismiss it because of this Pisces energy and because of this Aquarius energy. It could be the very thing that you think is weird or like, mm, that can't be it, that can't be right, and be on point. The thought that occurred to me before the show, I said, it's feeling real Mercury retrograde right now. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're in between Mercury retrogrades right now. No, I'm not even, you know, that can't be it, and I'm not even going to consider that. I don't even want to think about it. And then, I I mean, I'm made to know, so I know what's in here. I, I know for the most part kind of what's going on uh, astrologically, but looking at it now, I'm inspired to know that, okay, with the sun lined up, with Mercury in Pisces, Mercury in Pisces alone, my babies, right now, I'm here to tell you that mind, it's gonna, it, the mind is going to flourish more right now in Piscean things, art, music, spirituality, uh, uh, the affirmations energy, the meditation energy, the Sleep, dream, relaxation energy. That's where the mind is going to thrive. If you happen to work in these fields, it's, it's a good time to be a spiritual, be in a spiritual profession during this season. It's a great time to be in a healing profession this season, okay, where you may find a bit of difficulty depending on how you're accessing the energy and who you're allowing yourself to be around. That's going to be real critical this season while the sun's in Pisces. And in the coming, I just told you all we got a new moon coming March the 17th in Pisces. So that energy is going to continue. These words of wisdom are going to continue to be helpful. Where it may not where you may see a bit of difficulty is when your mind wants to pin something down. And in Pisces, you can't do it. In Pisces, you just have to allow. That's why I can't sit on here and be feeling like, what is it, a Mercury retrograde? Like, really? Am I really stumbling over or can't? It, it's, just, it's the Pisces, it's the Mercury and Pisces energy right now. So, um, if you are having, to, if you're, if you don't happen to be in a spiritual profession, which is probably like the majority of people, uh, and you, you're in, you're you're doing deals and negotiations and having to do presentations and over very technical things and things that need to be pinned down and precise and on point, then I just encourage you to um, first of all allow. That's a, a, a prominent key word for Pisces energy, allow. Trust, believe, and allow, all very Piscean keywords, that everything that goes on while the sun while the sun's here in Pisces and when, even when we get new moon energy in Pisces coming up next month, whatever happens, just allow it. This is a live broadcast. I can't stop the show and rewind and go back and pick up where before I messed up or whatever. 
I have to allow. I have to know, trust, and believe that even my misspeaking, even my not getting the words out just perfectly and right is divinely perfect and that the and that the spirit and energy of the message is going to break through even under the odd hidden disguise of me not necessarily getting it all out correctly or just so as so flawlessly fluidly like I can sometimes at times when the energy is not in this area of space but that that really is going to be key uh, for everybody. Also, if you happen to not work in spiritual or healing, meta, you know, um, watery fields where this can really benefit you, um, I, in addition to allowing and accepting whatever transpires as is and simply allow yourself to be, um, it would also be to um, when you're not at work, when you're not at work, when you're not having to be precise, technical, and on point, give yourself that down and really go in on this Pisces energy of, um, you know, Pisces energy is also movies, you know, shout out to, I haven't seen the Black Panther movie, but I keep hearing amazing things. Um, I was out yesterday, and a group of ladies I always see, they were like, you remind us of the lady in the movie, <laughs> What? And so I say, you know what? A lot of people have mentioned this movie to me, but y'all have sold me. I'm I'm gonna go see the movie because of y'all. I don't go to movies typically, but I, I will, and and they're the reason why. Um, but you know, the the energy of movies right now is a very Piscean thing. Um, like I was mentioning before, what's gonna be critical under this. Piscean, watery, flowy energy is that we protect our space, okay? Because there's potential for delusion and deception and confusion under this energy, which is actually the energy of one of the cards that came up in our reading for this Aquarius moon season, solar eclipse moon season. I'm about to break. That must be my signal from spirit. It's time to break into these card interpretations because we're at the halfway mark. Is that because there's such potential for this confusion energy right now that it's going to be vital that you protect your energy. Go see Black Panther, but monitor what other movies you go see because the veil when when the sun is in Pisces like it is right when we have a stellium in Pisces like I just laid out for y'all and we're going into a new moon season next month that keeps that energy flowing and going in Pisces the veil is real thin the energetic veil is really thin and I mean People that I was sitting down the other day, somebody came out of all the seats, empty seats, they came and sat down right beside me. That didn't bother me per se, but I'm real protective of my energy, and I believe in personal space real good. (laughs) I have prominent Neptune, Piscean placements in my chart, and so this is a, a lifelong lesson for me of protecting and preserving my space 
and my energy because everybody don't mean you good, and it's not a matter of being paranoid or, you know, they must be trying to put something on me, this, that, and third. No, it's just a matter of feeling things out, okay, and other people feeling you out and, you know, proceeding accordingly. Every situation and scenario is going to be different. Everybody, y'all are different and dealing with different energies, so. I'm just throwing some stuff out here of what's going on right now so y'all can be tuned in, okay? Uh, with, with Mercury and Pisces, uh, our thought processes are going to be more intuitive. So so it's going to be a good thing. It's always a good thing to rely on your intuition, but definitely now your imagination for those who are needing a breakthrough in whatever area of life, relationships, financial, um, career, family, I don't care. You can tap into, shout out to the Imagination Guru, uh, Minister Jew. He's got a um, an event coming up, you guys, so please check that out. Um, it's the Vision Board event, so um, please stay connected to Minister Jew for that. He did a free webinar the other day that was amazing, and the information that he gives out, um, and the practices and the, the, the techniques that they're just, they're life-altering. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It really works. It's quite simple. But, see, it's the simple thing. It's the simple thing. That card came out. See, they really want me to get in these cards. It's the simple thing that that God allows to really confound the wise. People who think they're so wise, well, that can't help because that's too easy. That's too simple. It's got to be complex and complicated and really analytical and this, that, and that. Uh-uh. It can just be you tapping into the gift, the God-given gift of your imagination that you give over to others for their nefarious uses and power every day by giving your attention to every other thing other than the things that you say you want. You say you want to break through in this particular area or the other, but you never give over your imagination. You never give over your attention. You never give the powers of your natural ability to visualize and, and put this Pisces emotions with it to create it for your own self. So we're going to go from this, this eight of swords, y'all, that's at the bottom of the deck. We're going to go, that spirit's message on the way out the door for this entire Aquarius solar new moon eclipse season. We're going to go from feeling powerless, confused, restricted, pessimistic, depressed, negative attitude, stagnant, in a prison of our own making. We can go from the eight of swords, y'all, at the bottom of the deck to the eight of wands in the future position where life is finally taken off. Breakthrough season is here, baby. We charged up. We're electrically charged. We, we're concluding things. We're in a trouble-free time, y'all. With this eight of wands, we're getting swept off off our feet. We went from the eight of swords, the no card, to the eight of wands. Yes, we're turning nos into yeses this Aquarius new moon solar eclipse season. So says the energy of the cards that have come along to corroborate um, the astrology. Um, anything else I want to mention? Definitely with the sun and Pisces, also. Um, 
watch out for the, this energy I was speaking about earlier, this victimhood, victimization energy. That's a low vibration. If you're feeling like a victim, this eight of swords energy at the bottom of the deck, that's a, a notification that you're vibing low, and you 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 can raise it. It's so easy to raise your your vibration, y'all. This when I say raise your vibration, it's not a, a necessarily a long drawn out process procedure or anything like that. You there's there's many ways to do it. Um, the some other low vibrational manifestations you may um, notice are people being passive, you being passive, um, elusive. The, the Neptune energy that rules Pisces is a dissolving energy, okay? So it's not a real, it's not. It's the, almost the very opposite of aggressive. Even though it's a powerful force, Pisces, it's not aggressive. It's not going to cut, people not going to come at you probably in a fight. They'll probably be more inclined to come at you either passive aggressively or just disappear on you and, and show their that's more passive aggressiveness, just disappear and, and not show up for you at all and let that be the message. <laughs> um, but, you know, how high vibrationally, you know, empathy, understanding, compassion, selflessness, devotion, wisdom, okay, is the energy of, of how you can tap into this. If somebody is coming at you uh, passive-aggressive or uh, active-aggressive, remove your energy. That's what, while we're having this stellium in Pisces, that's how we would more uh, contend with them under this energy and frequency. Mars happens to still be in Sagittarius right now. Um, and even though Sagittarius and Pisces are squared, they have a, a similar feel to them. Before um, Jupiter, uh, well, Jupiter has always ruled Sagittarius, but in, in the ancient um, astrology, Jupiter ruled Pisces as well. So they have a connection and a correlation. And so even with Mars and Sagittarius, we're being called to take action that is of a higher-minded nature, that it is of a more spiritual nature, okay? So, so if you're dealing with contentions with family, coworkers, strangers, rise above it in this season, and you'll be glad you did. Rise above it in this season, and it'll benefit you um, greatly. Uh, go high, you know, you can fool around on the surface with chickens, or you can rise and soar with the eagles and the hawks, okay? So that's an energetic approach that we can take right now. Um, I'm about to get into these cards, y'all. It's a lot more astrology to talk about. Um, what I will mention is uh, tomorrow we have the Venus-Neptune alignment. Oh, yeah, how beautiful. Lining up in Pisces, Venus and Neptune. So this whole week, Right now, while we're talking about this time of the snowball and the energy growing of this breakthrough energy and the stepping outside of the box, thinking outside of the box, remaining open-minded, uh, this is a beautiful energy for love. Um, with money, I'll interpret it a little bit differently because when you've got Neptune on your money, it, your money can disappear, your money can dissolve, um, 
Yeah, and I mentioned some things about that already in this broadcast. But when it comes to love, the love portion of Venus and the social aspect of Venus and the friendship aspect of Venus, communication aspect, the alignment with um, Neptune can be really, really uh, welcomed and beautiful. It could feel really magical right now, okay, um, when it comes to your social interactions, um in a romantic and in a non-romantic sense, okay? Um, So definitely tap into that as much as you can. That's going to raise your vibration for real, okay? Um, Beauty, art, decoration, wardrobe, just the, the, the Neptune energy is so dissolving. It can really just have beautiful effects even if you had been having difficulty in relationships. So maybe at another time something real Neptunian that you could do might not work. Right now it very much, it very well could. Um, You know, lighting candles, um, aromatherapy, uh, beauty and adornment, glamour, okay, that energy can be real beneficial to... um, to relationships right now, to interactions, you know, it could go a long way. Neptune is the energy of being selfless and compassionate and understanding. So extending yourself in those ways could really, really be beneficial. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, this Pisces energy is an immutable sign. This, this Pisces energy is a mutable sign. And so things can things are really apt to change right now. Aquarius governs change. And then this Pisces mutable energy is just a real shiftable, changeable energy. Like I said, when it comes to money, you might not necessarily want to hear that. When it comes to money, you know, that may not uh, be conducive to where you're trying to take things financially. Although it could be. If you're investing or you know, spending money in an area that has to do with art and beauty and spirituality. Um, this would be a good week to sign up to go on the Crystal City Mound tour with us. Um, that's something spiritual that you could put your money in. On the other hand, um, if it's not something along the Neptunian lines of spirituality, movies, things like that, then you may just want to consider that um this could, it could be a really dissolving influence and that you may want to wait until Venus gets up off of Neptune, you know, wait until Venus goes into Aries instead of in this Pisces energy. Pisces is the energy of ending, concluding a thing. And so um, just keep that in mind as well uh, when you're making major money moves, okay, not your day-to-day money moves, major money moves, okay? Um, just making sure there's nothing else I want to mention. Okay, get into these cards, y'all. I, what I did is I took a look back at the Super Bowl full moon lunar eclipse for everybody, the Scorpio third quarter moon, and this Aquarius energy, and I'm going to read them all together. Like I always mention that these astrological events do not occur in a vacuum, neither does the energy of these cards. They're not static. They're dynamic. They're fluid, okay? Let me just remind you that when we had the Superblood full moon eclipse 
in Leo, Lunar, that I mentioned then that the future card was the Seven of Swords, an Aquarius card, the very Aquarius energy we're in now. So even back then, we were were getting clear messages with that Seven of Swords that we were going to need to be relying on our wits and finding a way to get what we want. That's this Aquarius energy of thinking outside the box. When you're beating the enemy at their own game or outwitting the devil, um, you know, when I think of outwitting the devil, even though that that was an actual book, it is an actual book, uh, when we're talking about these tarot cards, outwitting the devil, the devil card talks about, you know, um, addictions or, or like toxic energy, you know, and you don't, when you're dealing with devil energy, probably not the easiest thing to just get up and walk away. I've been a, if you've been an alcoholic, it's probably not the easiest thing to just never go buy liquor ever again, be around liquor and never pick it up and drink it ever again. With this seven of swords energy that we were foretold back then would be coming up, we were being shown that we were, if we were going to out with the devil, we were going to have to think outside the box. That was the future energy back then that we're living in right now, that I started this show out talking to you about today. It'll be us thinking outside the box, getting outside of our comfort zone, and changing with this eight of swords at the bottom of the deck for this current Aquarius going in moon eclipse season. That's what's going to shift us. It's going to shift our inner attitude with this eight of swords at the bottom of the deck, where we're no longer feeling like them. But we're knowing that whatever has occurred or been occurring, whatever prison we feel like we've been living in, has really been a setup for a breakthrough. Okay? Um, even at the Scorpio third quarter moon, the future card there I mentioned to y'all was the three of cups of celebration, love and happiness that we're that we're we were coming into. That season is now of emotional growth and development and harvest that we're walking into. I really sense that's more water energy, and I, 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 I sense that that is an energy that is going to continue to spur us on. I don't think we have reached the fulfillment and the fullness that we may start to see more clear signs of that at the full moon that's coming up. Of, uh, let me give you all the date on that. Y'all know I like to let y'all know what's going on. The full moon that's coming up is on, hold on, y'all. Okay, yeah, I'm tripping. Uh, it's on March the 1st. It's on March the 1st, uh, 11 degrees of Virgo, okay? So, um, sorry about that, y'all. I had to click back to my other screen. So I really believe that that energy is still, like the current moon, it's still waxing on us. We're still getting closer. That's why the eight of of wands is in our current future position because that energy of life taking off where we're really going to be celebrating and partying and indulging like this three cups of this, it's still in our future. 
in our current Aquarius solar and moon eclipse spread what's in our present before we get the life taking off and this breakthrough energy that is, like I said, we're only four days in this Aquarius solar new moon eclipse season. So you can't say, well, I ain't had a breakthrough yet. It ain't coming. It's coming because the eight of wands life taking off is in our future position. Trouble free time. You think if you, all of a sudden you hit the lotto, you ain't going to have a trouble free time. You think if all of a sudden you, um, you, you're you, you're inspired to think and step outside the box to go to a 12-step meeting and, you know, it completely alters the trajectory of your life and, and the healing path and journey that you didn't even know you needed to get on, that that's not going to introduce you to a, 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 this energy of you getting to be in the lead. You're going from eight of swords feeling like victimized and powerless and, and imprisoned and restricted to eight of wands. You you ain't restricted if life is taken off. You're not powerless if you're in the lead. So that's that's critical energy to um to consider. The current what I was about to say is that the current energy of in our Aquarius New Moon Solar Eclipse spread is the nine of pentacles, y'all. That's why spirit was having me. That's why spirit allowed me to trip up over my words. So I can give y'all a message moments ago about slowing down because that's the very wisdom of the pentacles. The pentacles is earth energy. You're not doing nothing fast in earth energy. The inspiration may come fast. The revelation may come fast. The, the eureka moments may come fast. The, the, the awareness this paradigm shift, they may come fast. You finding out you're a lottery winner, that may come fast. But then, like I was saying earlier, you got to ground that down. Aquarius energy is air energy. That's going to go, that's going to be fast. One, fire energy, that's fast. Earth energy, pinnacles, that's you grounding it out. It's more dense in the physical reality than it is in the spirit realm or the thought realm. It's in the dense physical realm, things slow down because they're vibrating in a way that makes that occur. So with the Nine of Pentacles right now, we are being asked to remain, to if we're not already disciplined, if we're already disciplined, remaining so, and even more so ensuring that we're disciplining ourselves and our energy. That that reminds me of what I was just saying about this sun, this stellium in Pisces right now. It, it, it's so easy right now to go with the flow and by all means do that in accordance to your what your intuition is telling you, okay? At the same time, the discipline comes in where we're, keeping healthy boundaries with all this Pisces energy. Healthy boundaries. Not, once again, not because we're scared and going into our shell and, you know, we don't want to come, we're, we're depressed mode. That's not healthy boundaries. That's very unhealthy. That is a sign of, of, of emotional unhealthiness. Healthy boundaries is where we're disciplining ourselves and our energy to say, okay, even if we did win the lottery, 
even if we're a lottery winner and we just haven't found out yet because they haven't did the draw or the pull, starting even now to discipline ourselves where we're, well, it'll be real easy in the nine of pentacles of self to rely on yourself if you turn out to be a lottery winner. But even the resourcefulness, once again, you hear stories all the time. They're on YouTube. You can look them up of people who have won the lottery and just in two, three years, they have jacked it off. It's gone and they're in debt hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay? So lottery winner or not, the wisdom of the nine of pentacles is to be resourceful. And that's what I was saying about having more month at the end of the money. That may be your awareness because of your relationship with money, but I bet you if you got to being resourceful, I bet you if you got to seeing yourself as this nine of pentacles flourishing, protected and secure, comfortable and 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 refined, resourceful, that you will begin to see you have more you have more than enough. Just like I was saying about the affirmation, I was led to say, my awareness is that I have access to anything and everything I want. When I begin to line, discipline, nine of pentacles, when I begin to discipline myself to stay in alignment with that reality and truth, belief, knowing, that's when things start to, on this dense reality, physical reality, it came down from the spirit, from being a thought or just an energy, it's ground down to the physical reality that I have more than enough. When I align with that thought, when I align with that spiritual reality, it it's only a matter of time, pinnacles, earth, that it shows up as the flourishing. When it shows up as the freedom and the liberation that comes with not being bound or restricted by this earthly reality, but realizing that you know, it starts out with this energy um, that shows up at the bottom of the deck. Eight of Swords, our inner attitude. You're only confused. You're only feeling confused, restricted, powerless, pessimistic, stagnant, negative, and imprisoned and in turmoil because you don't realize that you could take the bandage, you could take the blindfold off at any time. You don't realize that you could pick up one of those swords um, sticking up out of the ground at any time and go on in the truth and the knowledge and the ace of, the the swords is a, uh, when you look at the ace of swords that's a breakthrough energy. She got eight of them. She just needs to pick up one to have a breakthrough, and that's just symbolizing us that you know the the swords energy of the thought realm that I was just speaking of. It only takes one affirmation that you align yourself with to speak it out and write it down. It only takes one eureka moment, breakthrough, thought, revelation, inspiration, awareness that you align yourself with to get you out of inner turmoil and into a trouble-free time that we're walking into. The overall energy for this Aquarius Newman Solar Eclipse is the three of fours. And yes, you know, just similar to the eight of swords that's at the bottom of the deck, 
on the outset, it looks like a jacked-up car. You see the Eight of Swords, you're like, well, God dang, she all tied up. And, but it, none of the Eight Swords are in her. And the, how she's tied up and bound, they're loose and practically falling off of her. She can get up out of them at any time. You can, we can get up out of feeling confused, powerless, and restricted at any time. We can get up out of pessimism at any time. We can get up out of a victim mentality at any time. Only for a person keeping us there is us. And so just like that in this Three of Swords, yeah, the Three of Swords shows, you know, heartbreak. I was just talking earlier about trauma. That's the Three of Swords. It's showing up in the overall position for a reason. I already talked about it before I got to talking about these cards for a reason. It's not, like I was saying when we first got on today, it's not that came before now and what happened to us in the past is invalid or doesn't count or is invaluable. It doesn't have any value. We're not throwing out trash because it doesn't have any value. We're, we're getting rid of things because they serve their purpose. And they can now go on to be, you know, purposeful for someone else. They were valuable when we had it, valuable now that we're releasing and letting go, which that's what this Three of Swords suggests is emotional is um, emotional release and release through expression, okay? The sword's energy is mental, but it's also verbal, it may not necessarily be you communicating something to somebody. It could just be you writing something down. It could just be you writing something down. The fact that this new moon began or was initiated with a, a void moon, I just got to re- reminding y'all what void moon means. That's when you finish stuff you've already started, which is perfect when we're considering that even the Leo super blood full moon lunar eclipse energy is still relevant and active and in play, that it could still be a very powerful time to release. The sun is in Pisces now, the final 12th sign of endings and release. That message is strong, y'all. We're not walking away from old relationships old business connections, things that no longer serve us because we're mad, because we're angry, because, you know, we're bitter, because we don't have a choice. Well, they left me, so I don't have a choice but to walk away and leave it behind. No, we're walking away because it has served its purpose, as valuable as it still is for us, and because what we're walking into, life taking off, us being swept up off our feet, us being in the lead, no longer a victim or feeling victimized, thinking like a victim, us being charged up and in a trouble-free time, I mean, come on. We have a new purpose. We have to release and let go and express things so that we can position ourselves season we're in, y'all. We're in the midst of eclipse season, winter 2018, where the old 
and the new have converged on each other. We're still in that very sensitive period where the, of the convergence. So the old and the new are like in the same pot, just melding until we get more into this new territory. Like I said, we're only four days in. So the wisdom of the three of swords, that's the overall energy for right now for us is this growth. The growth in the three of swords, it may be painful. Nobody said it would be easy. Nobody said it wouldn't hurt. Nobody said we wouldn't be emotional about it, that the emotions wouldn't rise to the surface. They're, ri- they're not rising to the surface because we're weak, we're punk, we're all, you know, you're so weak. You're, why are you crying? Why are you emotional? That's a that's a victim into that somebody anybody who's on that is at the bottom of this deck eight of swords confused they're powerless they feel like if they shed a tear that they're powerless <laughs> and they don't they don't see that emotional release of this three of swords that that could be some of the very activity that begins these bandages coming off blindfolds coming off of our eyes these restrictions that how we've been bound being released. And us now and being empowered instead of feeling powerless to pick up our sword of truth, to pick up our sword of justice, to pick up our sword of karma, to pick up our sword of expression and, and, and go march on into this new territory. Charged up, in the lead, taken off. So... The Three of Swords is a Saturn and Libra card, so there's lessons that to be learned here. Saturn always brings us lessons. Always, it may not be easy with Saturn, okay, uh, but it's going to be worth it when Saturn has finished doing their perfect work and we have not shirked any responsibility. Saturn ain't gonna let you take no shortcuts. You gonna have to go through this emotional release. <laughs> you're going to have to go through this painful growth. We, three of swords means patience is required. Ain't nothing going to happen fast, quick, fast, and in a hurry with Saturn. That's why I say the breakthrough may be fast, the inspiration, the revelation, the eureka moment, the awareness, the paradigm shift, the finding out you're a lottery winner, that could happen instantly, lightning fast, shockingly fast. But you being in, I don't care if you win $300 million. If you feel empowered, eight of swords, powerless, negative, attitude, pessimistic, in a prison of your, a mental prison of your own making, sorrow with the three of swords, lonely, you're going to be the, you're going to blow through three. You're going to break records of how fast you blow through and ruin your life with $300 million. It's not that we don't have what we need. It's not that we don't have access to what we want and need. It's are we ready for it energetically and emotionally? Are we in alignment with it? You may be in alignment with winning $300 million, but if you got a negative attitude and in a a mental prison of your own making, you just won your death sentence and ticket translates to 
you just won a faster, a steady, Aquarius is going to speed it up now. You just want a faster trip to your grave. It, I just said it. It's on, all on YouTube. You can look them up. Real life stories of lottery winners who crashed and burned because they weren't in energetic alignment with the higher vibrations of what the money frequency is. The fact that this three of swords is sitting right on top of this nine of pentacles, y'all. I mean, come on. The swords card, that ain't even pentacles. And one of the key words for the three of swords is that patience is required. You're in a hurry to be a millionaire, but got a, a stanky attitude. And you don't like yourself. And you're, you've got unhealed trauma that is plaguing you still. You still feel like a victor of victim. You still feel like you're bound up. And with the Six of Cups in the past position, a lot of it, yes, has to do with childhood. The Six of Cups card is a cup of childhood and the past. A time when we were, quote, unquote, innocent. With the, the three of, of, of swords of trauma and heartbreak and betrayal and grief and deep issues governing the whole reading. This is not a bad reading, y'all, for our Aquarius New Moon Solar Eclipse season that we just embarked upon. The, the, when I was shuffling for this reading, the first card that actually popped out was the Aquarius card, the King of Swords. I put it back in the deck because I hadn't finished praying over the cards yet. And then these swords came out still. So the king of swords, this mature, when I talk about the king of any suit, I'm talking about the most mature manifestation of the energy. We're talking about swords here. It wanted to pop out anyway, and, and I'm showing you how this is not a bad reading. It's showing what, it, what I see, especially with the Eight of Wands in the future. I promise you that ain't bad unless you're not ready. You, if your life takes off, win the lottery, whatever, you finally get the, you know, you meet this person and it's like, oh, my God, is this real life right now? And you ain't dealt with your stuff, you're going to jack it up. You're going to jack it up. You're going to jack up the money. You're going to jack up the relationship. You're going to jack up the job opportunity. You're going to jack up whatever it is. That's how vitally important it is for you to see the real message behind this reading uh, that's governing this energy that, that just got initiated four days ago and that we will be living out over the next six months to a year. This can be a beautiful, powerful, positive, wonderful, growth-oriented, maturing journey over the next six months to a year, or this can be the six months to a year that you watch your life really fall apart, for real, disintegrate, dissolve. And it all is going to depend on a lot of it, the majority of it is going to depend on these swords. When you initially think about swords, like I say, you think about thoughts, you think about words, uh, but 
these cards, the, even these swords card, have a lot to say about these other two energies that showed up, the cups and the pinnacles, the emotions and the physical. With the three of swords, patience, that feels real pentacle-like. And the heartbreak, you know, that feels real cup-like. So that lets you know that even, even when we're dealing with thoughts and, and expression and swords energy, mind, mouth, that it has some association with, the, with how we feel and how we're moving about in this physical reality. With the King of Swords being the Aquarius card that popped out on us, um, the wisdom here in its most mature form is to speak your truth. But even higher wisdom than that, I believe the message of this card is the mental discipline. It's very it's a it's a sign of of a lack of discipline that that showed up in the nine of pentacles in our present position as a key word discipline right now present position discipline. So it's it, with the three of swords on top of it. It's like the king of swords showed up anyway in the main reading. That's why I wanted to pop out while I was shuffling, and it showed up in the form of the three of swords on top of the nine of pentacles to still talk about this mental discipline. Aquarius card energy is about. That's what's going to ensure that this is a six month to a year ahead that is satisfying, where, where life can take off and we can enjoy it instead of life taking off and we get nervous. Oh, I finally met the person of my dreams, and but you know I I'm still angry, and I'm I'm still you I mean trust me, you walk into a, a a potential for a positive, wonderful relationship, and you ain't dealt with old trauma, old hurt, old heartbreak, old sorrow, and it ain't old because you're still deal, dealing with it. You walk into the job of your dreams and you still feeling inadequate, and I don't even know how I got this job. I've been unemployed for so long and feeling unworthy and unwanted. It it requires mental discipline to know that you're not powerless and that you're not a victim. If someone is still having to tell you that and remind you of that, I I don't want you to feel bad of that. A lot of times we just need a little reminder, a gentle reminder, Sometimes a forceful reminder: We're not powerless. We're not victims. I, I'm here. I'm here. Spirit has allowed me to live in existence such that I'm here as a poster child for how you can go from. I mean, that it just used to be a story I would tell. This happened to me when I was this age, and this happened to me when I was this age, and I, I, you know, I, this is how I was victimized, and this is. I don't remember the last time I told that story, except in a healing. Uh, uh, I was inspired by spirit to to really mention that to somebody. It was a while back, just to to inspire them toward their healing journey. You can be. You can go from being a victim of this, that, third, other, to your life doesn't even revolve around that anymore. I didn't know I could live a life where my where my existence didn't revolve around my trauma. I didn't know. I didn't know. I just thought I was screwed. 
like, dang, you know, out of all, it, had, it had to happen to me, and this, that, and the third, and life is a bitch, and then you die. I used to say that all the time, life is a bitch. <laughs> just, just no mental discipline. That was so mentally lazy of me. But I had to go through that process. That's why I don't want you to feel bad if you are currently or have been in a stagnant mode mentally, in a pessimistic, negative attitude, restricting you, confused, powerless mentally. I don't, it's not, feeling bad ain't going to help it. <laughs> so I definitely don't want you to feel bad. I want, you, I want to remind you, like I said, we, sometimes we just need to be reminded that just like this eight of swords at the bottom of the deck suggests, us feeling bound, restricted, powerless, and victimized, it's a cho- it's a, it's, we can choose in an instant to think a new thought. We can have a paradigm shift, a change and shift in our awareness in an instant. That's why this is an Aquarius solar new moon eclipse message coming at you from spirit to remind you that you are the arbiter of your own inner attitude. You are the arbiter of your own, what you glean from what has happened to you. You get to determine that, in fact, nothing has happened to you. It has, in fact, happened for you. You have been given heartbreak in order for you to break down so you can Aquarius, solar, and moon eclipse energy break through. Heartbreak, break down, break through. You don't get to the heartbreak, you don't get to the breakthrough without first having the heartbreak, without first having the trauma without first having the betrayal, without first having the grief and loneliness and pain and deep issues. My babies, my precious babies, if you are going, dealing with and processing through heartbreak, count it all joy. You are in the first step to breakthrough. If you progress from heartbreak into breakdown, my precious babies, count it all joy. You are on the precipice and the cusp of breakthrough. That's why in the third quarter moon season, there breeds the gap between these two eclipses that the wisdom in that present energy was the page of cups to comfort that inner child. That's why the Six of Cups is here right now in this spread today, in the past position, because that should, that process has likely already started. And the Nine of Pentacles is here to remind us to discipline ourselves and rely on ourselves and be resourceful enough to keep that going. If we do, the future card right now says life's going to take off and it's going to be a trouble-free time. But not, we can't skip steps. 
even in the last reading for the third quarter Scorpio moon with that page of cups uh, reminding us to comfort our inner child in the present, in that same spread, the queen of cups was in the past. We, we, ha- we already had access to that same, this same cups energy of emotion and feeling from a beautiful place of the queen of cups of intuition. If your intuition is telling you that today is your day of healing, then that means it, it, healing is not going to come from outside of you. You're not going to go outside of the house and heal. you pop up into healing. It's going to come from right where you are intuition, inner, inside of you. You're going to intuit it, especially in this sun and Pisces energy. It's going to be real easy to intuit it. It's going to be real easy for you, it to come from the inside out. What needs to happen? Nobody told me to go to a 12-step meeting, and I was not even an alcoholic. But it was that intuition, that inspiration that came from inside of me that said, go, just go. The King of Swords, mental discipline, it's karmic justice. It it is it would be how karmically how much karmic justice would it be for the person who you even think victimized you for you to not only survive the trauma and the betrayal and the heartbreak and the grief and the pain and the sorrow not only just survive it but to be an alchemist and turn that lead into pure gold. That's how you flip this eight of swords at the bottom of the deck into the eight of wands that we're going into. That's how you go from a no to a yes. It's already inside of you, the power to go from a no to a yes, the power to go from pain to prosperity, the power to go from trauma to, to triumph. Mm-mm. That was a supporting card in our Scorpio third quarter moon. I kept it in the notes, but I don't even think I mentioned it when I did that particular show. The nine of cups showed up. The card of triumph. These cups, this water energy, the tri the 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 wish fulfillment, the rewards, the emotional maturity and the emotional fulfillment, it's already here. It's already inside of you. You just need to flip a switch. You just need to flip a sword switch, a mental switch, a switch with your mouth. I flipped a switch the day I got up and had the audacity to affirm that multiple streams of income flow to me easily and effortlessly, and two hours later I'm getting an offer, a financial offer flowing to me. I flipped a switch. I didn't have to. Nobody. I flipped a mental switch and I flipped a mouth switch. I changed what I was saying. It's not that's not going to, that's a process. That's a process. For me, years, years ago, hollering out every chance I could that life was a bitch and then you die. To now, I haven't said that in probably a decade. 
thank God, to now affirming that multiple streams of income flow to me easily and effortlessly. It's not just that I said it. That's why the cups energy is so important and still want to just scream a message to us, especially in this sun and Pisces season. It's not just that I said it. It's that I believe it. I believed it. Believe it. I still believe it. I'm still getting money. I'm still having multiple streams of income flow to me easily and effortlessly. It's not just that I said it, but that I believe it and that I align my life with it. Because I've realized that multiple streams of income flow to me easily and effortlessly, uh, I don't worry about money. I practice that. The money, the cash on hand that I do have, I regularly, I, we were on the webinar with Minister Drew the other night, and b- before it even came out of his mouth, I was inspired to get my little cash and just start smelling it, like getting familiar. You know, this is how you get on the frequency, a healthy vibrational frequency with money. I was just smelling it. And for some odd reason, I don't know where my money has been, but it smells good as hell. I was like, ooh, I'm holding it again now, just smelling it, being thankful for it. And as I'm getting my senses wrapped up in it, I'm seeing it flow to me easily and effortlessly, like literally just cash, just in a flow, you know, just like I had envisioned earlier in the show, I was talking about the gun and just somebody shooting you with like stacks of bands of million-dollar stacks, you know, just like, come on, You're, um, this Pisces energy that the sun is in right now, our imagination can take us anywhere. It can take us to negativity, pessimism, stagnation, and imprisonment, or it can take us to the heights of abundance and prosperity and compassion and unconditional love and forgiveness and acceptance and surrender and healing and all these beautiful wish-fulfilling things. Don't forsake the wish. Don't forsake the dream. Don't forsake what you want. And just the Six of Cups, our, our childhood, you know, the innocence of just simple joys. It don't cost you a goddamn thing to believe that you can have and enjoy and experience. You ain't dead. If you listen to this show, archived or live, it's, it's still a chance. You're still breathing. You still have access to your imagination and visualization and, and an attitude of gratitude and affirmation and recognizing the things that you can't perceive in your physical reality yet because it's so dense and things happen there last and it takes, so, it takes longer in the physical realm, but you recognize it in the first realm of spirit and of thought and of mind, these swords, that in an instant you can speak your truth. In an instant you can have karmic justice. You can be the karmic justice. You can embody it through your mental discipline, through your ability to articulate your dream, through your ability to um, even be quiet. If you have not disciplined your mouth and you're still saying dumb crap like life is a bitch, then you die, You, this king of swords is admonishing you to just shut up until you figure it out. Quit screwing it up and just shut up. 
It'll be better for you to shut up and continue to say dumb stuff like that and put that and create that out, especially with this waxing moon. We're creating, my babies, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. I'm I'm getting on the line today to hit you to the game so you can become consciously aware of it and start utilizing your power, recognizing that you're not powerless at all. I don't care what trauma, betrayal, or grief you've experienced and that you can exact your own karmic justice any time you get good and ready. Okay? The king of swords is about common sense and smart. Remember the seven of swords in the old reading for the Leo Superblood full moon eclipse? Relying on our wits. Relying, finding a way to get what we want. We're going to figure it out. Maybe I can go to a 12-step meeting and it'll set me on a higher path. Maybe. Don't find a way. That could be a way. It's a place. New moon solar eclipse energy. It could be a, a path we never thought about taking. But we had the thought. We were inspired. And our, our cups, our intuition corroborated that. It confirmed it. Yeah, yeah, do that, do that. Mm-hmm. Go there. Have that conversation. Express that. Write that down. Do that ritual. Do, mm-hmm. do that. It's, it's weird. It's odd. Never done it, but it's unconventional. But that confirmation in your gut says yes. The confirmation in your gut is all you need. We ran out of time today, y'all, so I didn't get to break down sign by sign. I will be doing a bonus episode in the next couple of days. I'm not sitting on this. I'm not waiting on it. I never do, but I'm going to make it a point to get this out because I just I feel very strongly. If y'all need to reach out, don't hesitate to click in the description up, uh, link below to email me. Um, I will be so happy to talk with you, so happy to read with you, um, and I'm I'm just running out of time for today's show. So thank you, thank you, thank you for flowing with me today, okay? And um, I would love to see you at the Crystal City Mound Tour in Tennessee for the Spring Equinox. Be there. Use your Mama Dada discount code uh, to get a discount on the price of the package for transportation and lodging, and um that's it, you guys. I love you so much. And I encourage you to simply stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology and your world healer. Stay connected to my astrology coach. And we will talk again really, really soon. Stay on the lookout for that bonus episode with the tarot scopes for each sign, okay? Love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.